0: Everybody, welcome to another episode of Back Talk. I'm Julia, and I'm Kayla. This is actually going to be a special episode because it's the last episode of 2019. So, um, I think we did this last year. We're going to just go ahead and recap some of our favorite moments from the year, um, episode-wise. I mean, me and Kayla, we kind of had the same favorite moments, coincidentally, but we wanted to share these with you all. and yeah do you have anything do you want to say, no you want to say bye to the
1: people <laughs> sounds so permanent with saying goodbye but um no know. we will be back right
0: in a couple of weeks. literally it's like christmas new year then boom 2020 right it's the end of the decade and we wanted to of course end it on a positive note um yeah you know, we have a lot of good things going for 2020 and i mean i had a good year 2019 yeah. I, I i think i did have a good year it, this year was good it wasn't the easiest, but it was the most fruitful for me.
1: Right. We definitely we, we got through it. I'll say that. <laughs> but um, I definitely just wanted to thank everyone for supporting us another year, sticking with us, and just, you know, say, see you guys soon. See you guys in 2020.
0: Oh, yes. And we hope, we hope everybody has a really good Christmas. Spend time with loved ones. Or if that's not your thing, you spend time with yourself. That's good, too. And have a really happy new year. And we'll see y'all next year.
2: All right, see you guys. Bye. Last time I went on a date, like... Like you not, got dressed and like went I out. got dressed and was, like, actually excited. Yeah. yeah. No, take out excited. The okay, last when time... I was, yeah, yeah. When I was <laughs> Last time I went on a date... This bitch is staring into the space. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, August?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> last time I went on a date... What, was what, what, it 2019? I don't think so. Okay. What? Mm-mm. oh wow I yeah i don't think so. i've been on a date since since that dude like since 2017 Damn, i gotta reevaluate 18. some things Fuck i'm not negatives. i'm not putting on <laughs> lashes for real I'm if sorry. i if we if we've had uh any type of relations in 2019 we didn't so that's that's that. <laughs> they didn't take you that's out. the breakup right there for all y'all <laughs> Cause they take you out uh-huh. you ain't want to go because i'm not worried no, no not i'm not worthy but it's like that's not what I meant to say. You can take that out. <laughs> Girl, but I'm like, I don't know why I wasn't like pressing it. Like, I'm supposed to be out. You're supposed to be seen with me. Yeah, you're supposed to wine and dine. Right? Part. Don't you want to wine and dine me yes. and then eat me up for dessert later?
1: Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do, man. So you haven't been, have you been on the, I haven't been on a date since that, since that situation. Yeah, when was that? That was like maybe 2017 see like, look at that like nobody and we're all but, beautiful ladies you, if you don't
2: know we're gorgeous period
1: <laughs> but it's like it was a lot of effort like first of all he was dragging his feet with asking me out like he kept wanting to like, oh, no, play. I don't like that. and i was like no you need that's to ask that means me out don't go out no he wanted me to ask him out i think Bye. Like, i think he wanted me to ask him out so we could half it He's or i mean pay he wanted like, to go dutch i think he want i think that was his game because when you look at the whole picture put my, together my nigga, is this if i wanted to pay for my own food i would go alone
2: period what you said you gonna go by yourself i would go by myself if i wanted to pay for my own and that's I'm
1: not paying for fucking
2: company. To get to know, to talk to you. I don't want to talk. I want to crush. Like, I want to eat this food. <laughs> what if we, you know what I'm, I'm trying to crush <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why would you let me pay for my food? See, I but you know, know, that's what it is. And I think, I know you? my time. Have you ever ten. had
1: somebody, like, be like,
2: oh, separate the checks? I told you I don't be going out like that. But, yeah, I've had something like that. I've had somebody leave their wallet. Oh, no. I, I forgot mine, too. So what we doing? You know what? So <laughs> rock it. Like, <laughs> when <laughs> I go... So Rocky. So Rocky. And I left my too. I'm looking at him like, I'm ready to like- get the fuck. <laughs> ASAP. Okay, we're not doing this today.
1: Oh we're not I doing get- it. Get- <laughs> I'm ready to get the fuck. <laughs> ASAP. It's not supposed to be funny, Kayla. And I know you tweeted it. You're like, this is not no, supposed to be funny. It's not supposed to be funny. It's not supposed to be funny. But, that is not a funny but, situation. No, the the dynamic oh, between oh, her yeah, and her mom. Okay. The dynamic, the dynamic between China and her mother is very toxic and it should be taken seriously like, the damn. That <laughs> shit is
2: too. funny. That so, was a, that was uh, a <laughs> <get the>, iconic <laughs> hair flip. This is so rocket. Okay. So rocket
1: so rock and rock I'm ready it. to get the fuck ASAP <laughs> classic So my thing is this. When I used to date I used to always have, like, an exit strategy in my head. Okay. Like, what am I going to do if this nigga can't pay? Because I'm not paying. Get up and walk so out. So I'm going to run. I used to always think about how am I gonna get out of? Where's this? the exit? Like, like yeah, right. like I always play. Suppl- that was my thing, and sometimes I would go on dates broke. Like I don't, I don't. Like money. I don't oh, got you no were money. really risking it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you were risking it. Risking it yeah. I, was like, I always I was like, like you. I, you better run. And the few times, like I made sure I had cash in my card because I, yeah. K- Kayla Lopes ain't gonna be stuck.
2: I don't know what you want to do, <laughs> but Kayla <laughs> is going to be walking out. No, I mean most of the time no. I am
1: prepared, but I still be like I'm not fucking paying. No, I'm gonna tell y'all
2: one thing though. When I do go out on dates, and I might be overlooking somebody in that 2019 because I can imagine somebody.
0: Like, if anybody's like, out there. Like, damn, yo, but I But one thing I do nice realize spot.
2: when I go out with guys, I be feeling like when I want to get what I want, if it costs a lot, like internally, I'm like, damn, that's a lot. You lie. feel bad? I feel bad a oh, little bit. Oh, hell no. I know. What's wrong with you? I don't know. I just feel like I want him to think that I'm trying to like, but that's why I always get stuck with broke nigga syndrome. Yeah, yeah listen, that's but my rule. My I'm rule done to with be... broke niggas, I want a nigga with money. <laughs> and that's what... <laughs> Uh, my well, that's rule, what it is. To be fair, my rule is I'm not ordering anything I can't afford myself. Yeah.
1: Because like I said, I have my cash in my car, just in case yeah. you try to play with me. But I'm not gonna order nothing that I know
2: for a fact that I wouldn't would be buying get. this. Yeah. You know. Now uh, if you say I, get what you want, can I'ma I get, get. another order of French seventy fives, yeah. please? Yeah. Cause you know you'd be like, can I have another drink, please? And they'd be looking at you like it's
1: adding up, nigga. It's okay, I got it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> they'd be looking at you like another one? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like I have to, like it's not that hard, bro. Just don't, like, it's almost like don't, it's not saying don't ask me out unless you have it. But, like, there's other creative But don't ask me out unless, unless you, have you have it. it and that's no what point. it is. Yeah, like, like, that's what I'm saying, why don't. Word, don't be what what cre- say? Why are we out if you're on a
2: budget? But keyword, don't be out. There's other Why are we out if you're on a budget? Right, go get some money. Well, you don't need to be out. You need to be making money.
1: <laughs> All right. So, for my clownery, I have myself this week because. Oh, God. Because. It's just been a slow week and I just had a lot of time to reflect <laughs> and I just feel like I wasted my entire childhood. Like my entire adolescence was a waste. Um, I spent a lot of years, if you know me from like childhood and up, like probably until high school. Mm-hmm. I loved Shod Moss Bow Wow with all of my being. Oh, so- I really did like I did, and my thing is, like, I spent a lot of time, energy, money. Those Scream tours, they weren't cheap. You know what I mean? Like, those CDs, those magazines. Like, I really believe that if I dig around enough, I'll find, like, some, my little stash. Like, I'm pretty sure I still have a lot of these things. Um, You know, I just felt like I wasted my time. I wasted my parents' time. I wasted their hard-earned money. They didn't give a damn about that, nigga. But because their daughter did, mm. they were buying me the shit I wanted. So why do you feel and I didn't like your time just was don't... wasted? Because... How did every other, like, what what like, I don't even know what, what age or what time period that was. Like, the early 2000s, all of, like, the little, like, rapper, singer, heartthrobs of that era grew up to be snacks. Mm-hmm. Romeo, snack. Little is not a snack. snack. Sammy's, Mar- Sammy's a snack. Little Romeo is a whole snack. Little Romeo's a snack. Percy Miller. Have you seen him be hosting them shows? He hosts all those shows on MTV. He has grown-up hip-hop. He minds his business. He's never problematic. And he's handsome. Like, he has a great face, smile, body. Like, Romeo's a snack. I gotta go look and see. Sammy you Sammy is a snack. Mm. Mario is my future husband. He doesn't even know yet. Oh. Mario is a whole oh, me. Mario is otherworldly. I, so you, I went to that did, damn Linium concert, and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, how did I choose the only one? who just grew up to be a bozo like how did i just not have the foresight okay so not for nothing Bow he is not ugly that ugly he's just a cl- he he's just a clown and it, that makes him ugly <laughs> no he's a clown and yes he's a clown like his purse, he just I don't know if he has like arrested development but it's like he just doesn't seem mature he just never grew into himself look at Sammy Sammy be meditating and shit like when does Bow Wow come into like himself as a man like when is it gonna happen <laughs> and then like he just says a lot of stupid shit and then he'd be out here just like he didn't grow like what the hell like oh, are you kidding me I do think we did nothing I do think Bow Wow, him. I do think Bow wow is mentally ill I do think that you think so? I do I think he's troubled but he just be doing clown shit and I feel like All the people around you, nobody loves you enough to sit down and be like, hey, so let's have a check. I've been on vacation. Um, I left for New Orleans early Monday morning, like 6 a.m. My reason for going to New Orleans, I just needed a vacation, A, B, because it's my favorite place in the whole world, C, because I wanted to go to the Lucky Day concert. So y'all have heard me talk about Lucky Day um, on this show more than once. Um, You know, I love him. He's a great singer. He puts on an amazing show. Um, so I get to New Orleans, uh, on Monday morning, it was a straight flight. It was like an hour and a half. I did like a tour, um, which was really great. I did a tour of, uh, this part of town called Treme. Um, and it was by like a young black guy. His name is Malik. Um, I'm going to tag, him like when when the episode comes out I'm going to tag the information um, about it but it was a really really great tour. Like he took me around this, this part of town called Tremé. Um if you're from New Orleans or been like or if you're familiar with the area, you know what I'm talking about. It's I've already I already loved New Orleans cuz I feel like it's just a culture-rich city and I I felt like I felt connected to it like ever since I, you know, went there the first time. But this tour opened my eyes up to so many different things. I love the fact that everything in that city has a meaning. And, you know, he was really knowledgeable. He was saying like he was born in New Orleans, his dad was born in New Orleans. His grandfather, his grandfather's dad, his grandfather's dad's dad, like it went back seven generations and they were everybody was born and raised in New Orleans. he gave me the history of it. He was talking about how um you know the basically how the ancestors is it's um a city that's built on like you know African traditional religion basically. He said that um a lot of people say that that like a motto was like New Orleans is of Oshun because New Orleans was once underwater. Um, it was and then you know Mm -hmm. it it was once underwater then it turned into like a big swamp and then you know the city was built just on that and he was saying like you know how the slaves like how they used to come together in a part of town called Congo Square like it was just it was I, I can't recall everything I have it all written down and all recorded but it was so great like I enjoyed myself so much with that tour so, uh, moving right along, that's when the ratchet shit happened. So, um, after the tour was done, we went and checked in our Ooh, hotel. Yeah. <laughs> that—that's when you know, like, shit you went balance. downhill. You need balance. It's okay. You need balance. Yeah, like it was, it was, it was so bad. So, like after the tour, we went and checked into our hotel. After we went and checked into our hotel, we um, we put our stuff down and we were like, oh, we're gonna just sit down for a little bit, and then after that, we went and we set out on foot to go look for a liquor store because we're like we don't want to go on bourbon street we don't want to do all that let's just pre-game in the hotel it was me okay. and a friend of mine she was like let's let's we'll, we'll just get a bottle and we'll drink in the hotel that was fine like we made it to the liquor store got what we needed came back to the hotel and we started drinking so half the bottle is gone and we're still laying down so we're like no we need to get up we're gonna go out so we went got up got out we had met these guys at um a restaurant earlier there's a black-owned restaurant mm-hmm. in New Orleans called Neows. so we excuse me ew that was gross we went to eat um and then we met the guys and he was like oh he took uh he was like let's exchange numbers so we can like you know go out later so he and another friend of his he took us out to this bar on Frenchman Street so we already like the whole bottle was basically gone between me and my friend <laughs> By the time we we left out, bottle of crown. So the whole bottle was basically like, but we were feeling nice. Everything was great. So he took us to this bar on Frenchman Street, um, him and his friend. And then they bought us drinks or whatever. He was like, all y'all need is one drink. You'll be straight. When, he, when I tell you, I was looking at the bartender, pour my crown and coke. When I tell you there was no measurements going on, the bartender wasn't even right. fucking looking, wasn't even looking at my cup. He was looking at something off doing something else. and just pouring crown and then he put like a splash of Coke and I'm like, all right, well, right. I'll just be a trooper and drink this shit with tears in my eyes. So I drank it and I'm like, OK, I know my limit and I refuse to get sick out here. So I stopped. <laughs> I stopped drinking. And then another one of my homeboys from college, shout out to Chris, like he looked on my Instagram story and saw that I was in New Orleans and he was like, oh shit, like what are you doing in town? Let's link. Like he was like, I moved here like randomly a few months ago. So me and my friend, we were like, oh, we'll go meet up with him. So we left that bar and went to another bar to meet up with him. When we get there, my friend is still ordering drinks. And I'm like, girl, oh, God. I cannot take anymore. She's like, well, I'm I'm going to order. Like she was having a time of her life. So she ordered a drink she was like come on let's get some more drinks so I got another crown and coke oh my so God. I was fine I was I was drunk as as all hell I don't remember much after that but I was okay <laughs> I didn't th- I, the, the moral of the story is I did not throw up that night so okay I was about to say. <laughs> so I, didn't throw, I was fine everything was fine and I was like after that drink I was like this is the end I am not drinking anything else so we just walked down Frenchman Street you know bullshit and shooting the shit dancing down the street doing shit that people in New Orleans do when they're being super duper tourists um I think we went in a strip club it got kind of foggy I know we ended up in a strip club at one point and it was like some strip club it was like these white girls they was up there doing their best and we like didn't stay in that long but (laughs) There's another stop that we make. We stop at this one spot. I don't remember how we end up there, but I remember my homeboy from college was like, hey, I'm going to buy you guys some hand grenades. So, Oh, great. Just what we needed. And just what... And So I remember sitting in the spot, and I think I recorded it on my Instagram story, if you follow me. I specifically said, I do not need anything else. Before I know it, he's paying the guy and there's three hand grenades sitting on the bar. So I'm like, okay. So I have to take it. So I took it and drank right. it. And then again, that things went even further downhill. So after the hand grenade, like my friend, she started to get sick or whatever. And then whenever like I'm drunk and I'm not the first to get sick, if somebody else gets sick, then like, I guess it's like a maternal instinct. I guess it's the fact that I have a kid, but like I sober up really quickly so I can help take care of whoever's sick. So when she got sick, that's when like, I was like, all right, we need to go back to the hotel. Like the night is done. It's over with. So we go back to the hotel. She's good. You know, everything is good. My homeboy, he dropped us both off. He left. And then I get in the bed like she's fine. She gets in the bed. I get in the bed after that. Everything's fine. Wake up the next day. I feel like I've been hit by a bus. (laughs) I woke up the next day. I'm like, things are not okay. Things are not okay. So I woke up. I tried to walk around. I still hadn't thrown up. I was like, you know what? I need to throw up. I need to throw up. Right. So I just went and sat on the toilet and like just sat there like something has to happen like you know that feeling toilet (laughs) everybody knows like i'll I'll get on the toilet believe me i know (laughs) the feeling so i'm sitting there like something has to happen like i just don't feel well now mind you i woke up earlier because my friend she's really strict on like fitness so she woke up and went to the gym she was like i did all my throwing up last night i'm good as new i'm great so she went got up went to the gym that morning Went to the gym that morning, came back. and was like, oh, I need to go get water. So we walked to the Walgreens, walked back. I think it was me walking with no water that, like, led to my demise. So we walked to Walgreens, walked back to the hotel, and then that's when I, like, got back in the room and I was like, okay, something's not right. Like, I don't feel good. Let me just sit on the toilet and pray that something comes out of either end. So I'm just like, so I'm just sitting on the toilet. It's coming out one way or the other. (laughs) so i was sitting on the toilet and nothing happened so i'm like let me just go lay back down so i lay back down and my friend i could tell she wants like she got up took a shower was getting ready putting on makeup she's like well maybe i can go get us some food i'll get you some gumbo and i'll bring it back i said okay so i'm laying in bed gumbo. Like, yes because she was hungry okay. so she was like i'll go get you some gumbo and i'll bring it back so i said okay i gave get her the money at this point like your stomach yeah. is fucked up at this point right yeah, but I'm like, maybe I need to eat something. So she brought back the gumbo. I took two bites, and that is when the levees broke. That was it. So- <laughs> That's why I was like, wait a second. So that is a trigger gumbo. So I, I, ate I-, <laughs> oh, so joy, I ate spices and it.
0: Oh, I you the-
1: kick-started it. I ate the gumbo and that's when I started throwing up. So I'm throwing up like literally water and gumbo. Cause that's all I had was like water and gumbo. So I'm thinking, okay, after I throw up, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Let's rock and roll. I'm going to get in the shower and we're going to start our day. I Let's get in the shower. I get in the shower. And this is how I know I was fucked up. Cause I was just standing in the shower, letting the water run. Like I wasn't oh even God. bathing. It took me 30 minutes to actually get up enough strength to bathe. The shower, like I just, I stood in there. So finally I bathed, got out and I sat on the bed and I'm like, I still don't feel good. Something is still not right. And so literally like I lay down for a little bit, another hour passes and I'm like, all right, Juliet, get up, just get up and put your clothes on. So I'm getting up by now. Like I can barely walk. Like I'm bent over trying to put on this. What time is it at this point? It's like two o'clock i'm trying like okay. trying to i'm trying to put on this romper i'm trying to do my makeup like just do something so i look presentable so i could go outside and start the day because like my friend she had never like she had been to new orleans once but like she had like never really done anything like she last time she was there mm-hmm. she was like we just stayed in one spot and we didn't really get to do much so i'm like oh you know i have to like show this girl a good time you know we got to do stuff and so i'm literally like i just got to get out of the house so we call a lift to go to this spot called the french market so um mm-hmm we get in the lift I'm walking again doubled over in pain I'm laying down in the back seat of the lift like I could not like sit all the way up I'm like I don't feel good and like I have the water and I'm like trying to drink the water but I just still felt like I don't know I felt like I felt like dizzy and like sick so I get out of the lift at the French market and then my hands and feet start tingling and I'm like okay (gasps) Okay. Something's not right. So, like, my hand and feet start tingling, and I'm like, I feel like I'm about to pass out. So, I sit down. I tell my friend, I'm like, Look, man, I feel like I'm about to pass out. Like, I can't do this. She's like, No, you need water. So, she went and got me some Gatorade. She's like, Maybe the electrolytes will help. So, I'm like sitting on the concrete trying to drink the Gatorade. It was not working. Now, my whole body's man, tingling. That would and have been I'm my like- solution. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, now my whole body is tingling, and I'm like, things are not okay so she's like come on let's just go back to the hotel let's just go lay down I'm like all right I'm gonna go lay down and you can like you can like you know enjoy the rest of your day like it's fine like just go enjoy the rest of your day like just leave me here to die she's like okay so we get in the lift and our lift driver she's a black girl she's like are you okay and I'm like No, I'm not okay. I'm like laying in the back seat, like breathing. Like by now I'm like hyperventilating because again, my hands and feet are tingling. My hands are starting to cramp up because I can't feel them and they're tingling. Mm -hmm. Like, you know how like it feels like when your feet are falling asleep. My whole body felt like that, but it was especially in my hands and feet. (laughs) And so like my hands and feet are my cr- no it's funny now so my hands and feet are cramping up my fingers are stiff i could not move my fingers and now i'm like hyperventilating and my friend is like well we were just out drinking last night but i think she's dehydrated and the lady was like you need to go to the emergency room and they need to give you some fluids i said well i have water and i have Gatorade she's like no you need an iv and so oh my God. she's she's like fuck this like i'm taking you to the emergency room i'm taking you to the emergency room and so She took me to the emergency room. We pull up at the emergency room. And then when I tell you, when I got out of that lift, I couldn't even walk. Like my friend had to like help me out of the lift and help me walk to the check-in desk. When I get to the check-in desk, I like have a full-blown anxiety attack. Again, hyperventilating because I cannot feel my hands and feet. I can't open my eyes. I feel like I'm passing out. And my friend is like she can't breathe <laughs> so, like like there's like there's like nurses like rush like we're gonna get you a wheelchair I, the lady was asking me she was like do you know your name like can you just tell me your name so I barely could get my name out and my birthday she's like what's your social security number so I gave it to her and she's like are you from here and I'm like no I'm not from here she was like I don't need anything I don't even need your um your insurance card like they're gonna just take you back so they did like a bunch of tests made sure I wasn't having a stroke and so right. I'm in the, I'm in the triage room or whatever, and then they're like, "What happened?" And so me and my friend like kind of like tell them what happened. Like again, I couldn't really talk. I wanted to cry, but the tears could not come out. Like I don't, yeah, I you was so de- scared. Too dehydrated to I was cry. So scared. <laughs> Literally, that I had nothing shame. left in me. Literally. So, so like. Um, like again like my hands and stuff were like cramping up I couldn't move them and I'm showing them my hands like I'm like look at my fingers like I can't move anything and they're like oh it's probably your calcium is low and electrolytes and a whole bunch of shit so they're like okay right so they did like an EKG again they checked to make sure I wasn't having a stroke or anything like that and then they um put me in like a bed and then that's when they gave me the IV with fluids and stuff girl they hooked that damn IV up put that bag of fluids gave me some medicine for nausea and gave me some Tylenol I took a two hour nap woke up good it is new are you kidding I was like okay y'all can unhook me <laughs> I'm good write this down so you need an IV <laughs> some Tylenol and a nap yeah and some Zofran some medicine for nausea Just listen girl because <clears> that's the recipe the doctor came in that's so funny the doctor came in was like well has anything like this happened before like they kept asking me a bunch of questions I'm like no like nothing like this has ever happened and so um they were asking like a bunch of questions about like my medical history and stuff like that, and then they were saying mm-hmm. that um, they were saying that I forgot what they said, but then I remember like another doctor came in. He was like, "Are you in any hurry to get out of here?" And I'm like, "I got a concert to yes, go actually to." Actually, I am tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I was. They were like, "Well, yeah. they were like, well, we can run some more tests, but if you feel better, I said, yes, I'm ready to go." So they unhooked me, girl. I I busted out of that joint, went and got some wings, changed for that concert. And, and went. Now, my original plan, I got out of the hospital around six. Okay. I went around three and then I got out around six. So, my original plan since the concert started at nine, excuse me, the concert started at nine and I wanted to go like early, like 6 37, so I could be up front. But we didn't get mm-hmm. there until like 9 15. When I tell you, Lucky Day went right on when his show started, he didn't have an oh, opener. Wow. So, as soon as we got there, like, he was walking out. And I'm like, bro, what? But he put on a great show. He's fine as hell in person. That man is fine. He is finer (laughs) than, like, on the video. (laughs) Listen, I'm fresh out the damn hospital gown at this damn concert. Like, I shouldn't be (laughs) out right now. wristband still on. (laughs) Girl, I popped that shit off in the wing joint, okay? (laughs) But I'm like, oh, my God. This is for the books. But, yeah. And so... That is... the nurse was telling me, she was like, um, a lot of people have the same problem, but I guess the humidity is different there. And she's like, people mm-hmm. don't notice, like the air is just is different here. And so people are out partying and they are like outside of their normal routine and don't drink as much water as they usually do. And they end up getting dehydrated. So I'm like, wow. Right. OK, Lisa, I know yeah, I did. I definitely yeah, I added that to my regimen, my regimen a couple years ago, like for every like alcoholic drink, I have to have water right after yeah because listen me and my body are like sis what are you doing what what what, what do you think we're doing no it's not I literally like can't drink and like not have a hangover anymore like it's not happening it's just not happening I thought it was just a regular hangover usually with the hangover if I just get up and get moving I'm fine so I'm like I just gotta get up and get out but girl that was some other shit and I could tell I was really dehydrated because I remember like even after I got out of the hospital I kept drinking water and I'm like how come I'm not peeing and my friend was yeah. like, It's because you don't have no fucking fluids. <laughs> fluids. Right. Um, your body's like, please and thank you. Girl. You've been but, coming. The concert was great. I-, I loved it. I wanna see him again just so I could be up close, but he's an amazing right. performer. It was a short concert too. I'm glad he literally got on stage, performed every damn song on his album and got the fuck off. That concert was an <laughs> hour long. I'm telling you. It was not long at all that is hilarious he was literally like, like ready to get the fuck yes was he was like all right i'm gonna fuck with y'all like and that was that but we had another show later on or like yeah that. he's on tour it like he said like it's coming to an end so he has a few more shows but yeah oh yeah he's done he's ready to go but yeah after that Whoa, um what, what a trip yeah the next day and then my other homegirl raven she's a flight attendant so she showed up that night she called me and was like i just landed where are you i said i'm in the hospital she was like what <laughs> oh my god girl that after the concert crazy. after the concert um we went um and got beignets and that was that and then the next day we kind of wandered around a little bit more ate good and then i left and went home that too they say oh well he donates and he does all he bails people out just so he could write it off on his taxes I have no response for that. That is the stupidest thing I've heard all day. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Y'all think get 3% back. You don't even get the money back when you write off taxes for a donation. Y'all know that, right? Let me see if I can. You get it. a very small percentage back. Let me see if I can find that. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh, I, I can. cannot. I cannot deal with people. Y'all want to be I, y'all want to be sad. Y'all want to be mad, and y'all don't want it to I I don't think y'all want a solution. People don't want a solution. I get it. I feel like boycotting the internet. That is the dumbest is Oh my god, he wants a tax write off for his donation for Are people stupid? Let me let me read it. No, because it made sense. Like, that, okay. Julia, he wants a tax write off? You tell okay. me oh, you paid paid a money. Money. Somebody said somebody said Jay-Z been paying legal fees for families since 2006. The man that donated his earnings from concerts to people affected by 9/11. The man that gave an African village plumbing. Word, he's only thinking about money. And then somebody else retweeted it and says, and he deducted it all from his taxes. Now what? Selective philanthropy is supposed to make people, Shut. is supposed to make terrib- terrible behavior less terrible? Shut up. Whoever wrote that, be quiet. You do not form, I don't think anybody would form an organization, collect the right people, go to Africa so they could get 15% back on their taxes. <laughs> Make, what did Cardi say? Makes sense when you're talking. Who does that? Lord. Well. Oh my God. Oh my God. Somebody said so he could. You to, he put plumbing in Africa to get money back on his, because he don't pay taxes. I don't know. Oh my God. I just I feel like I just think people I just feel like if you're going to comment on people's business decisions, you have to have a little bit of background information. I feel like when people have like the large amount of wealth that Jay-Z has when you're doing these donations, you're not doing it through his checking and savings, right? You have organizations set up, LLC set up where you can funnel the money through so that that way it's not it doesn't rely back on you. You have to protect yourself a little bit here, right? So you you put up a LLC. You have it's like an organization, a nonprofit, and that way it does have different tax laws. But it's not so he could get money on his income tax. So basically, oh, the argument Jesus that Christ. I'm seeing is like Jay Z, like he, this, he's this episode been... is called Tax Return. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! They think Jay Z's on the 1040 yeah. and going to HR block <laughs> and being like, I I put plumbing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh Jesus! They gave everybody Twitter. Oh my God! <laughs> and I get it. Like, of course, <laughs> celebrities donate. Yes, celebrities do donate. <laughs> I put plumbing. He put it. He's going to H and R Block. So they celebrities do make a lot of money, right? So when they do make that <laughs> oh, money, you God. don't want to pay. You don't want to pay a lot of money back because you're going to get taxed at like thirty four percent. So pay, to right, keep right, your right. liabilities you have to have a certain amount of liability. So when you have those businesses where you make donations, it is to help you not pay so much. I would rather pay, if I have money, I'm not giving it to taxes. I would rather set up organizations where I can send some money and do something meaningful. But that's just me. Because the money, because otherwise they're going to tax you and take it for no reason. So you want to keep your net worth down and have these organizations around you that get taxed as businesses and (laughs) not as your personal money. But what do I know? Y'all think he's walking into fucking HR Block and saying, I, I did this. So actually, <laughs> can I get that money back? No. That's not how it works. It's not the same that when you go to the Goodwill and you donate and they give you that money back and you put it on your. That's not how it works. I don't know, man. A lot of people are dying on the Jay-Z Hill. And it's like, okay. I just, okay. I don't understand, Julia. I don't understand. That one took me out. So, uh, now, the tax write-off. write-off got me. Oh my gosh! Well, okay. So what? Okay, I've also seen this argument. How do you feel? <laughs>
2: so,
3: so I like those. So, see, it's all, it's all, it's all just, a, just, a, just a hint of confusion. <laughs> just yeah. a twang. Because so- I like box braids. That's. I think that that actually kind of like that's a girls that's a now. that's a good style. That's like top five
1: styles. So you said it saves girls. What do you mean?
3: Cause I mean y'all ugly. <laughs>
1: okay
3: we can't say that on here okay. sorry, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry oh my god
1: sorry, sorry. okay it saves girls how
3: because I feel like it's a good safe look like I ain't never really seen <laughs> I ain't never seen a girl with box braids I'm like ugh this That's, box it, brace it box. ain't a fade but it's like you know it's yeah. just a nice shape up
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, off air, you said that you don't like bobs.
3: Bobs can break women. I've <laughs> I've been looking. You get, at, you get a bad bob, bitch. You look like Bob. <laughs> I work. I work at a call center where they hire any and every Negro.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: All right, and I can tell when certain bundles is on sale because at least forty percent of the call center is gonna have this damn mm-hmm. bundles. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And. When, when them girls be coming in with their bobs, boy, I'm telling you right now.
1: Well, what's wrong? I like a good bob. Because sometimes it
3: makes, I feel like sometimes your face ain't good for it, sometimes your head ain't good for it, mm-hmm. and it's like, it can get exposed. Because that the that bob helped frame your face. Uh-huh. Now, if you got the wrong face, it's going to frame it wrong. So yeah. frame it incorrectly. You got to <laughs> you know, have it like. You, you got a wide like face that. like Aisha Curry. Yeah, if you got the Aisha Curry, you don't no bob. Go off bob. You can't be on Bob to do that. Like so a
1: like a so you do know, so I like I like a good bob, but I like like blunt cut bobs. Like that are like down the middle and it's like a blunt cut. Do you are you partial to more one than the other? Like do you like the asymmetrical?
3: I tell you what, I don't I don't like the asymmetrical <laughs> <laughs> like mystical and <in> no one. Yeah. <laughs> you, got a damn, you got a white woman that like black man haircut. Cut that out. You actually black. Uh, okay. <laughs> I never knew that men didn't like. Well, it don't. It, it's it's like it's not like we don't not like it, but it's like you look like auntie. you look like you an SVW right now. SWV. SWV. That's what it's called. It's un yeah. that's an auntie hairstyle. A yeah. bob. Yeah, that's that's straight auntie. That's straight auntie to me, man. And then sometimes I feel like girls get bossed because they about to go to a new job interview. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's Exactly, what they job hunting right now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or oh, let me throw my bob weed. They got to do some type of interview with assistants or some shit like that and they get that bob. Because it don't look like you got too much money, but like you take care of yourself. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so Pat said box braids is top five. So name five, like, hairstyles you like like on women.
3: Well, I like box braids or, like, any, like, natural, like, cornrow braids. Like I think girls were looking sexy with, like, the long cornrow braids. Don't oh, say sexy. It sound like you're fetishizing them.
1: Okay. So like cornrow braids like how? Like Beyonce, like lemonade braids?
3: Yeah, like lemonade braids.
1: Okay. What um, else?
3: Um Damn, I do like I do like natural styles right. though. Like even even like I'm talking band about Bantu knots. Like Bantu knots, twist those? outs. You know what I'm saying? I like twist outs. I like a girl who can like style a good twist out. But you gotta have enough hair to do that. Not when they first go natural, when they do the big chop. Pet. I can handle a big chop. You can handle a big chop? I can handle a big chop. I, I think some girls think that they can handle a big chop and not every girl can handle that. Not saying that they can't cut their hair, but they don't mean they don't know how to style that Yeah, they get it, they get the big chop and they just leave it. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, just go to the barbershop. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you gotta style that money. Yeah, put some fade on that or something. They'll just walk around with that.
1: Okay. So, okay, so natural box sprays, what else? Um thing I wanted to talk about for What's Good is last weekend I went to the Millennium concert and I got my life. Now, that show was more than what I thought it would be. Of course, it was the B2K concert and then I'll just go in order of who came. So when we got there, we got there a little bit late. When I got there, Chingy was performing. How was Chingy? Chingy was, was great. How was Chingy doing? <laughs> Chingy was great. So, of course, he performed all the songs that you wanted to hear, like, you know, Holiday Inn, Right There, like, you know. How was Right there. It was a this moment. It still hit. It, still hits. it was yes. It was a moment. <laughs> like everybody was dancing and then like <laughs> Great TQ. Um so um uh, Um Yeah, so when that song came on, everybody was doing a chicken head and it was like this white couple behind me. They was looking at us like What is everyone doing? Yeah, and we were like, Why are, what are you doing? doing? <laughs> but um after Chingy came Murphy Lee and they performed Shake Your Tail Feather, and I was like, Oh, This is what we're doing tonight. My sister used to have the biggest crush on Murphy Lee. He was still cute. He came. We met him in Tallahassee one time. Oh, my God. He came and did, like, a hosting. I don't know what club this was. And my sister, like, has a picture. I was like, full circle, sis. Look, here he is. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Murphy Lee's still decent looking? Because he wasn't looking too good in 09. No, he he was good. I mean, he performed one song and left. Went on about his business. But... I don't know. That that first the first part of the concert was a blur cuz I got slammed. Before like <laughs> no, we were all fucked up before we got to the concert. But um after Murphy Lee, then came I believe it was Lloyd? Oh. Lloyd, yeah, and then Lloyd did like Southside. He did a few new songs that was their time to do like new songs. For they Mario. Did new songs? When Mario came out, we were like, What the fuck is this? Can we do, can we listen to How Do I Breathe? What do you, what is this? I didn't think that was the, 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 they tried the to time. sneak in a little song here and there to promo and everybody was standing still. Then after Lloyd did his new song, he did, um, Fine Two. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was nice. Like, I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe this. Lloyd is still cute. Yeah. Lloyd is still he cute. He cut his hair too, right? Yeah, but it's grown back. Like oh. he, it's like shoulder length. Lloyd is still cute. And I was like, Oh my God. So he did a few of his little songs. After no, before Lloyd was Bobby Valentino. I almost forgot who that was. Oh, I was like, Oh my Bobby. god, uh, Bobby Valentino was out there and he did like what is it, slow down. Mm-hmm. I like that song, that and I was cute. like in my element. And then did he did know? no. Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it wasn't time for that. He did Slow Down. He did um, Anonymous. I like the Anonymous. Which, like, I, I kind of got, I was, like, emotional. I was like, oh, my God. This is, like, when I first met Julian in high school, he used to love that song. Aww. And we used to always sing I'm like, oh, my God, this is Julian's song. But um, he did that song, Beep. 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 Oh, beep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was trying to hump the floor. And I was like, get your ass up. Get. It was a snap, like, on my Instagram. So I was like, Bobby, get up. Get, get up. He struggled getting down there and get. getting back up.
3: Bobby. I was like, Come on Bobby, get up. It's what's okay. the little dude from uh, And on a high note, Bobby from from uh, the group from Miami that was in Pretty the, Ricky?
1: the little dude, what's his name? Spectac Why are you acting like he no, don't know their no, names? The dude, I can't remember the, dude, the little dude's name, on the glass. Baby Dolce, blue? Baby blue. And- I'll get to that. <laughs> I will get to that. I'm going. Through. He said Bobby Blue. Listen, Baby Blue, and who is the same person? Bobby, Bobby Brown Bobby, or Bobby Listen, when we get that <laughs> Bobby Brown, when we get to uh, Pretty Ricky, I'm gonna park it because I have things to say. Okay. But okay, so Bobby Valentine. He also did Miss Officer, so you know he did his chorus. Yeah, Lil Wayne part played. We was rapping it, but he wasn't oh, okay. Um, and then after Bobby Bobby V was um Lloyd. Um, oh, Bobby V did um. Turn the page too, which was like weird. I'm like, why are you saying this? But um, I don't even remember that song. You don't remember Turn the Page? It was like a slow song. But um, after Lloyd, then came. I think after Lloyd, Ying Yang Twins. Now they were the only people on the ticket that I was like, I don't know if this really fits in. No, they they but had it turned. That's I what I they always were coming. That's what I kept saying. Every I was like, they were on the paper. It doesn't look to me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like it fits but yeah. for every single person that i've seen that's gone yin yang twins has been a highlight had the party lit like okay so i forgot yin yang twins was coming and then the host is like give it up for the yin yangs i was like oh shit and then then you heard it, she got her hands up i'm like oh shit like oh, i was like oh yeah like, yeah and then them niggas are old
0: I'm they sure. have they to were be, like, old back then full, yeah
1: they were full grown back then them niggas were just up there it was i How feel like with each think? song that came old. On, I feel like it's like 30s 40s oh i feel like with each song that came on they were surprised like oh we doing salt shaker <laughs> oh yeah I like have some good song. yeah they did um salt shaker, salt shaker they did get low i they are on get yeah. low Oh no 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 no! <laughs> they did. Get, I barely recorded any Yin Yang Twins because I was dancing. Yeah but yeah. Like, you can't. Your my hands are occupied. I yeah, don't have to they, record. <laughs> they did get low. They did. Um, Man, take me back to middle school. Yeah, they when did. Get low they did almost on all their songs at the dance. Yeah. Appreciate sure did whisper. Yep, they did the whisper song. They did I my hands on both sides of my face. I think like, Get Low was like Lo- the last one. and I, We all forgot. We all had that same reaction, but when they were like, dum-dum. we were like, oh shit. I forget that's you all song. Listen, it was a moment. It was a moment. Okay, Ying Yang Twins. Yeah, so after Ying Yang Twins, then came Pretty Ricky. So, yikes. That was the moment. Listen, everybody knows <laughs> that I was waiting on a Pretty Ricky reunion. Okay. Right. Then the Millennium out. They have great by, songs. And I was like, Legends. Okay, so Pretty Ricky came on. They came out to, I think, Playhouse. So... Set the tone. uh, Listen. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) So, and they had, like, dancers and stuff, too. So, like, you know, but they put on a show. Spectacular has not missed a beat. We're just going to leave it at that. First of all, I did not know that Spectacular was a former stripper. Yeah. I had no idea. Probably dancer. My for si- money. My sister was telling me, she was like, duh, you don't remember in the song? She was like, they told me dancing was for punks. And I was like, I did. I think yeah. not dancing, like pop, lock, and no, dancing. No, not- and you could tell he has still been working out. <laughs> I was like, this explains everything. Yeah, so they did like juicy, <laughs> ooh, a moment. That was my song. That first man. album, that Blue Stars album is a classic. Yeah. And, and then I didn't do did, um um your, uh, your Body. Yep. That's all the first album, right? Yep. That's all first. That's a Grind great. Grind on Me, all of that. They did all of that. And then they had a part where like they all did their own little own little sections. So Slick'em's part was, you know that song Push It. Push yeah, It. I hated that song. Yeah. He went up there. First of all, Slick'em was fucking dick popping in a headstand. I'm like, niggas. Was he drunk? Yes. He was dick popping in a headstand. I'm I'm trying that shit. I don't care. Oh, my God. (laughs) He was dick like on a headstand. And I was just like. Slick'em, get up. You, Bobby, just get up. Baby Blue was down there putting his full weight on people. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) So they had to dance. I like, "These poor girls. I hope they're getting paid." Earning their checks, earning night every dollar. Night. Okay, so city after city. So I think yeah, Slickham's his was push it. I forgot um, Baby Blues. I think Baby Blues was um, I forgot his personalized song. He better have done um, get you right in the beginning. Isn't that his part, baby? Let me lay you. Is that him in the beginning? Yeah. Did he do that? No. What was he doing? I don't know. I forgot what what, what Baby Blues personalized part was, but spectacular. Okay, and then love like honey was up there like production let me tell you something like no i'm gonna show you the footages okay because okay? he put on a show i remember seeing it when dustin went the first opening night when it was fighting over that tank top oh, yeah. <laughs> i was like much is going on in the background and then, like, yeah, and then the spectacular is up there putting on his whole show so spectacular pop locked his little self out there and got to got to got to work so he his part was love like honey um And then Pleasure, his part was like, um, Do You Wrong? Did you, oh, I like those songs. Yeah, Did You Wrong. And, and um what else did he have? Boyfriend Number Two? Boyfriend Number Two. Okay, his little solo those, run. Yeah, okay. And then I think the end they did on The Hotline. That is one of my favorite Oh, that song it was hits every moment. single. They were like, Pretty, really, really. I was like, Oh my God, I can't That, that song hits every I could not That little it. dance they do that. Yes, and they I were I love it. that song. Choreo. Okay. I was just like Aww. in awe, like damn. I love Pretty Ricky. I really saw a Pretty Ricky concert. And I'm like, damn, these niggas is legendary. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. For real. Okay. Doesn't matter how big spectacular not spectacular, um Slick'em and Baby Blue get. Oh, Slick'em Listen. They are fully grown men at this point. Big. It was one uh you see that clip on the shade room. It wasn't at the Tampa show, but it was like where Slick'em was trying to take his shirt off. No. And his head got <laughs> <gone>. <laughs> I knew it. I knew his arm would get stuck. I knew something. I knew it. <laughs> he was like dancing. His shirt was like stuck. <laughs> his shirt was stuck at his neck, and he was still belly rolling. Slicker, you got. It. You just you just have to appreciate him. Oh my god, it was such a good show. Though. Listen, the show must go on. Listen, Pretty Ricky put on a show, and I was. They don't owe me shit. Like that was. everything. It's almost like B two K. Are they really the headliners? I was gonna say Pretty Ricky should have been top billed because but after pretty ricky was mario so yeah mario you could have came on before i'm about to say he why did they do that like we turned now mario yeah. yeah so mario came out he did um he did a lot mario did let me love you he did crying out for me wait isn't mario um braid my hair too braid he did braid my hair oh that was cute what What's was his first song? Come on. No, uh, Just, a Just a Friend. He did that. would did that. been. Now that, okay. Yeah, okay. it was cute. We were like, oh my God, yeah. Oh, I remember that song came out. Yeah, he did Just a Friend. He did Come On. He did Braid My Hair. He did Let Me Love You. He, he did some new song that we don't fucking know. Why wasn't Sammy on this tour? I feel like he would have fit in. Right, Sammy, Bow Wow. Bow Wow should have been on this tour. Even Chris Brown, Marcus Houston. Where's IMX? Where are all these people? If IMX would have been on there... <laughs> Marcus Houston. I used to have the IMX CD, like right. Marcus Houston had like a moment. He did along what with like IMX. Can we do a part two? But yeah, um, he did. Mario did never too. You know, it's not. I don't never. know that song. Like you know, off of his. So after Mario got his ass off stage, then B2K came. B2K, I applaud them because they had like like a little video montage in the beginning, okay. like everything that happened in the year two thousand one. So okay. like everything was like they were talking about like millennium Y2K, like everything like different things off the news and then it was like the like the introduction of b2k like how b2k first came on the scene when they first started doing interviews and they i'll never like, forget when i saw that uh uh-huh video yeah and they life were talking changed about, they were talking about um like b2k like and it was kind of like like we were sitting in the audience like damn y'all were a moment yes, <laughs> okay you B2K have to remind us they i they ruled my life like yeah. literally b2k when they came out when I saw when I saw that on uh-huh her video and I saw Omarion come across my screen with a, a quarter of a shirt on, I said, "Oh, yeah, I'm obsessed." And how they came out was really cute. Um, it was like, well, of course, Rasby wasn't there, so was the oh, he wasn't there on no. that show, mm-hmm. and so they came out to girlfriend. But like, I'll show you, I'll show you um, on my phone. But like, they came, like, they they popped, popped up, up out the ground, yeah, and like. It was like a picture. Like one person popped up, and then you saw oh, okay. Lil Fizz's picture pop up in the back. And we were like, "Oh my god!" And then J-Book pops up. Production and his picture pop up in the back. And then Omarion, his picture pop up in the back. It was so cute. It was so. What cute. else? What other songs did they do? They did Girlfriend. They did Uh Huh. They did Why I Love You. Ooh, Why I Love, love You was one of my like, favorites. Oh my god! Did they do Gods to be? Yep. I would have been on the floor. Choreo. That's like I think that's my favorite B-2K song. Yeah, they did Why I Love You. They did Gods Gods to be. They did. They performed everything. They did everything? Yes. And I was I felt, like, This is the music I listen to. Like, in my car, if you're, like, ever in the car with me and we got to drive, we're listening to B2K, IMX. Like, yeah. this is what I listen to. They did it for Lil Saint. They <laughs> they did for real? <laughs> J-Book did it for Lil Saint. Yeah. Aww. It was so <laughs> cute. Like, oh, my God. It was so cute. Um, They did. And then Omarion had his own little part. So he did, like, oh, Icebox. He did Touch. Touch. My favorite Omarion song is I'm to. I think he did I'm to. I think he did, he did it. I think he the last Scream tour that I went to, he did it. And then it, he so. did, like, um M.I.A. <laughs> the last Scream tour? Yeah. Ooh, a time. The last scream, I didn't go to a Scream tour. I think the only Scream tour I went to was Chris Brown and Neo. You need your money back. Yeah, I think, you no, know, that was a good show.
2: But for compared to the other Scream oh, tours? Oh, yeah, I
1: wasn't really into, like, Wow and all that, and then, like, B2K. Girl. Like, around that time, I was like, these niggas are cute. I like them, like, in secret. Like, I like Kanye West a lot. So okay. that's who I like. You had outgrown the boy band thing. Yeah, and then. so, like, I went to every Kanye West concert. Girl, there, by my damn oh, self. No, you, no, you need your money back again now. Look All what he lyric- did. <laughs> I supported him. And look- he did. You know how people used to put pictures up of, like, B2K and shit? Yeah. Kanye, that was me. My, my stepdad used to work at the airport, and it was, like, a newsstand right by. Oh. He used to bring me home magazines, like, four of them at a time. I used to cut shit out. I used to write Kanye you West lyrics. You need money for your time? <laughs> I used to write Kanye West lyrics on white printer paper and tape them up in my room. Everything, like, you know I used to search channels, like, on the television? I used to search Kanye's name. Anything with him in it, I'm recording it. it. I'm watching it. And look what he did. I used to buy the CDs and not open them. I used to buy one to listen to. And one to keep. And one to keep. I used to, like, take the album artwork out and pin it on my room. Maybe you need to talk to him. This is why I feel so fucking tried. You need to talk to him. Okay. I went to every concert. I went to Touch the Sky. I went when he opened up for Usher, when he wasn't even big yet. Left when Usher came on. <laughs> I was like, I just want to see Kanye. You
2: left when Usher
1: came on? I went to the Touch the Sky tour. I went to the Glow in the Dark with him and Lupe Fiasco. I, I, I was there. You did your part. You did what you were supposed to do as a fan. Anyway. <sighs> B2K was good. So, like, B2K, um, they did, they did, like, um... Like I said, they performed everything. They performed like some like songs off the album, like Would You Be Here? They bid they did Sleeping, like songs that I know, like, you know, but I feel like their performance is just not sounding it's as, as hype as the Yin Yang twins. Yeah. And this hype is pretty Ricky. Yeah. It was definitely like, oh, this is great, but like bring uh, pretty the Ricky back.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Pretty Ricky could have been the end and that would have been it. I feel it. like, yeah. Yeah. But it was really nice because it was like, damn, this was a moment. Like This when was my childhood. Um, why I Love You. I was like, Oh my gosh. I used I to love love this. I love why I love you. Yeah. Uh Omarion, we'll talk about Omarion, his little part. They he did um like I said, he did Oh, he did Touch, he did um I'm trying to. He did do that. He did MIA. He was like no,
2: no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. He had his moment. He supposed no. to be.
1: Of course. Like, yeah, like, come we on. We didn't want nothing from Maybach Music Times. Oh, yeah. He wanted Maybach 05 and older. <laughs> no, he did Maybach 05. No. He had his moment, but I mean, whatever. Remember <laughs> that performance? He, he came out on. <laughs> from 1 to 10, Omarion was on 25. <laughs> did you remember that performance? He came out and he just did the chorus, like Rick Ross was performing. And then Omarion came out to sing the chorus. <laughs> Where was this at? It was like the hip-hop awards in like oh maybe God, 2014, no. and everybody laughed so hard because Omarion like came in check. like, he like ushered, kick slid out to the stage, but he had so much. <laughs> he needed a check. It was so, people were like, were you all right? And he was like, no, nah, I was just trying to come out with the energy. Oh my It God. was like, well, you did that. It was it was like a joke on Twitter, <laughs> like a month. This was like on the hip-hop awards. Rick Ross was before me, but you remember what I'm talking about? That was like a oh joke God. on Twitter for like a month and a half. No. Like the gift. Oh, my God. I don't remember. I gotta find it. Okay, so that's all I have for what's good, really. Around, like, <clears throat> for part two, who do we want to see on it? So, who do you have? I feel like Bow Wow, as much as he's done some clown shit in this recent decade. Shad Moss. Just like how Julia said about <laughs> Kanye, was me for Bow Shad Wow. Shad Moss. Really? Yes. That was my man in my head. Like, I mean, it was to the point where, like, March 9th is birthday, like, my family would cut a cake. I'm s- are you serious? No i mean no yes i am serious am i ashamed yes it was what so serious. Are you, am i ashamed yes. yes because he's done so much stupid things mm-hmm. like in the recent like 10 years that it's kind of like bro mm-hmm. i did nothing but support you mm-hmm. i did nothing yeah but do what you, i bought the albums i bought the magazines pictures everywhere <laughs> like i knew every word to every album even the albums that weren't good yeah every album up until like what was his last album the ones, before before he started doing shit on his own. <laughs> it's Like, every album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well into high school. What? Yes. Oh up until, God. like, maybe 11th my grade. My friend China's like that. She loved him. I loved about that. Like, I knew every, like, I still probably have the CDs at home. I probably still have magazines at home. I, I, I think I that'll be great. Like, Bow Wow. Bow, 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 has Bow Wow has to go. Like, he has to go on there and just start with, puppy love and just oh my listen, god What? what's that beat drops and bring solange out we're just for, almost 30 <laughs> bring solange out just for old time's sake <laughs> oh Derek dropped the headphones now that is nostalgia are you fucking kidding me <laughs> bring solange out why not oh, if you, you gonna puppy do love. it puppy love start off with puppy love and bring solange out and she's the video girl again she's gonna oh dance on the god. side like keisha kiora does with gucci and yep Cause that's oh, she was the video girl, so she she doesn't have a verse, but she still needs to be on stage for presence. Oh
3: my god! That's like the girl that um,
1: Amaria brought up for from the touch video, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, I feel like Bow Wow has to be on there. Um, bring IMX, IMX, yeah. and Marcus let Marcus Houston, Houston IMX, do his part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want I don't even want IMX. I want Immature. Bring Immature. Oh, okay. okay? I want I want to hear I love IMX though. Listen. I love lo- I had all their CDs, like from immature up to when they got grown and became IMX. Yeah. I I stand. Yeah. Bring it back. I would want I would want. I was going down my list. I want I want Drew Hill. Give me some Give me uh, Cisco has to do his part. I've seen Drew Hill live. Yeah, give me some I Drew don't know if he, I don't know if um <laughs> give me Maya Give me some girls I want some Jaru Ashanti. Ashanti Leave Jaru. You can bring Jaru. No, ja Rule had hits. Are you getting have hits? And I want Bobby Brown. <laughs> just for the just for the thug loving. I need the helicopter. Oh, as, a feature, as a feature. As a feature. As a feature. As a feature. I need, I don't him need to him... jump out of the helicopter. Yes, I need that. I need that. Yes, we got to transition from Ashanti doing her solo stuff to mm-hmm. so then her stuff with Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. Let Ja Rule go through his stuff mm-hmm. and end off with Thug Love and yeah. have Bobby Brown jump out of helicopter. Yeah, I need some Drew Hill. Give me some 112. Give me 112. I want, like, y- you can have this Drew is a stretch, Hill. Just like have seen like, My Give me, like, Puff Daddy, Mace. I want that. That's a whole different concept that's for me. A concept. That's a different concept. I, I for that's me. like the Bad Boy uni- reunion. Yes. Say, give, okay. me, give me total. Give me 112. <laughs> that's Bad Boy. The, the, that basically is the That's like the Bad Boy yeah. reunion. I would
3: say, let Little John get a set. Yeah. Let's that's a, a different
1: tour to me. Lil John and the East Side Boys? Lil John and Sierra, the East Side Boys. Them franchise Steel boys. Mob, them franchise that's not yes. different. That's a different tour. Is that's it? A, that's yes. A that's a different tour to me I feel like I went to that I, I I think it was the Chris Brown and Neo concert yes and it was like them franchise boys it was I think it, it was like Young Money like before they got big okay so I, it was like Lil Wayne and all I'm finna look that up that Chris Brown and Neo concert what was that
3: you said Scream tour right
1: I think it was like the last Scream tour let me see
3: Chris Brown would have
1: to headline if he was there I don't I don't I've never been a huge Chris Brown fan i know i understand he's talented yada yada but um <laughs> i've just never he been talented, like yada yada i've never um i've never been it like, was like in chris brown 2006 fan. yeah okay so it was it was a chris brown concert yes but it was neo it was lil wayne it was dem franchise boys it was let's see just for for nostalgia's sake, I want them franchise boys to be on the same tour as Lil Jon, Ying Yang Twins again. Bring them back.
2: Bring them <laughs> back. Bring them back. Around. They deserve a, another run. Yes,
1: they deserve an encore. Crime Mob, crime Crime Mob can be on there. Like that's a different tour to me. Yeah, that's one. That's one group.
0: And um, then let, let
1: Ashanti Ja rule with <laughs> featuring um, Bobby Brown yeah. and Bow Wow and the rest of like Beach yeah. UK, it was like it was Santana at that concert too. Oh, they must have just been doing whoever had hot songs. Cherish. At that time. Yeah, that was just sounds like whoever had a big song at, in yeah. two thousand six. Um, but yeah, I want Sierra. I want feel Mob. I feel like that's when Joelle's dropped back, like could crack. That was 06. I remember my sister was obsessed. I'll even do Monica. I'll do Monica on the Dem franchise boys, Ying Yang Twins tour. Jagged Edge, Jagged Edge is a different tour to me. What? Yeah, I've seen Jagged Edge live too. I but haven't. they they're a different they're a different tour. They don't fit in because their songs are like they could fit in more with the one twelve. Yeah. Drew Hill tour, genuine.
0: Damn, Usher. Where does genuine go?
1: They do like a an R and B tour with Usher. Yeah, genuine, they need a, like, Tyrese. They need, Tyrese. Tyrese got songs. Sammy, Sammy, Sammy needs to be on the Millennium be tour. Kid. Yeah, he needs yeah. to be on Millennium tour too. I love Sammy. With like Lil' Romeo Bow Wow. Like I was Damn. Sammy you were sammy Sammy, i was sammy i I got scammed why didn't i pick sammy i didn't have any foresight rome you could have been fine with either romeo or sammy i was like i'm putting on for the dark skin sammy i went with bow wow those hazel eyes got me (laughs) yep that's what that was um look how i played myself yeah i think that's like pretty much like you said some girls i would want like little mo maya give me maya i'm not here for a little more why she I she's songs? done too many antics too she's another one with kind of like, like her recent yeah her recent antics have just turned me would off would you do brandy i would love to see brandy monica if they can get along ray J. Ray J. what do he have one, <laughs> one wish one wish no. nobody wants to hear that wait a minute that was a song no, wait a bit i don't want to hear what? that that was a good song you would go watch ray J. I'm not giving Ray J any of my money for wait a minute. It was not not that hot for me to be like. (laughs) (laughs) It was cool and all. I'm not
0: giving Ray J
1: none of my money. Right. No, no. It's not happening. But, yeah. That's it for Clownery. Main topic, uh, of course, we have to talk about Nipsey. Yes. First of all, I feel like, I don't know if we said it, but rest in peace to Nipsey. We haven't, yeah. I feel like, I was so sad. Like, literally, as soon as the news broke that, um. I might have already said it, but as soon as the the news broke that he was shot, I immediately started praying. I was like, "Oh no no no, not yeah. yet!" And then when the, the news broke that he passed, I immediately started crying. I was like, "Oh no no no!" It hurt so bad. I yeah. was like, "Why?" of all people yeah of all people like, i may have or may unfair. have not suggested somebody else that it could have been right <laughs> it today it's unfair but why there's i'm like why is mm-hmm. nipsey like he was doing so much for the community mm-hmm. and it was crazy because like he was really in the public eye a lot like mm-hmm. a lot of people saying i just saw him on this like right. we were just seeing him on like him and lauren just did, the did the gq, the GQ thing, thing. Yeah. and like every i they were just love them together like i was like everybody was posting them like they yeah. were in our you know in our in our like direct Mm -hmm. consciousness like we were just seeing them yeah and then for something like that to happen so sudden it's like it's too much it's just too much and he's just so near and dear to our hearts because of all the things that he does do that's positive in the community and the things that he advocates for and he could be out here saying a lot of what could have been out here saying a lot of bullshit Mm -hmm. but he chose to use his platform to uplift right to unite and to you know help a greater cause Mm -hmm. whether you whatever the the you know, the details of it, you might have agreed with this that he said, or you might have not liked that that yeah. he said. But overall, at least, you know, he could have been here to learn more mm-hmm. or, you know, or make you learn more. And it could have been more to do still. Yeah. I just feel like it was unfortunate. <clears throat> one thing, before we talk about the funeral, one thing that, that I took away from everything, and it, it was another eye-opener as far as after the news broke that he died. Of course, I was heartbroken. I like Nipsey Hussle. I was right. a fan. But there were also bigger fans out there than me excuse me there were also bigger fans out there than me a lot of whom I'm close to like my male friends oh my I know some of my male friends I was like and they were like you could tell in that moment they needed yeah I made sure to check on who I needed to check on and I'm like y'all are really grieving and this is yeah a lot of like the guys in my life no matter like what i knew how they stood on nipsey there's yeah. a couple of them nipsey meek like there's a couple yeah. that, that that's their man yes that's their yes. man. Yes. yes and i was just like wow like y'all are really hurting and it was I, I don't know the word to describe it but i was just not shocked but i was just like wow heartbroken i was yeah. heartbroken. i was heartbroken for my friends who are bigger fa- fans of nipsey than i was and i was i was a pretty big fan like i liked his music i would listen to his music daily rotation almost But I was just, I made sure, and I I made sure to have conversations with my guy friends about how it affected them. And it was an eye opener. You know, a lot of things were said, you know, they saw themselves in him. Mm -hmm. I'm not a man. So I was just grieving like, damn, this is sad as fuck. I'm a fan. But a lot of my guy friends saw themselves in him. And they're trying to do some of the same things right. that he was doing, and it's just heartbreaking for yeah. them to like. I was, I'm never, I've never been like a huge fan of his music. I don't think I, I mm-hmm. might have, I listened to Victory Lap when it first came out. I've never like had it in my daily rotation, but I'm just one of those people who don't have a lot of people in my daily rotation. Oh but yeah. But I'm a huge fan of the man. Yeah. I'm a now that. I was like, oh, this is it. This is a re- this is a rare type of person because they can connect with people. Right. You know, a lot of people be like, oh, you have to be able to relate to the people, and a lot of y'all can't relate you to can't the relate. people you're trying to reach. Yeah, this person was co- directly related to people he's trying to reach. People mm-hmm. respected him, and he was doing the right mm-hmm. things. Right, doing all the right things. Right. And so that's why it was so heartbreaking to me Because like he's pub not maybe not with everything But there's a lot of stuff that you can see He told you he bought the lot he opened the store He hires felons he believes in STEM programs For the kids technology It was just the list goes on and on Mm -hmm. So for this person to openly Consistently talk and Do the stuff they are talking about Like come on what else could you Have asked for yeah so The funeral I knew for a fact that I needed to watch That alone yeah I didn't even plan on not going to work that day, but something came up and I was like, Oh, okay, I'm staying home. But I was I went back and forth in my mind about it. I'm like, do I really want to watch this? Cause I already know it's gonna be too much for me. Yeah. I'm there's something to be said about who I am now. Like I'm super duper emotional. I don't know what Yeah, I've gotten older and just cried I've cried more this year than I probably have in my whole life. Yeah. I'm a crybaby. Cry- what? I don't know what's going on. I've I like it never- though. Know, I feel like it's a way I feel I call it I'm honoring my emotions. Because That's before I would stifle it, I used to be yes. angry. I used to think All I was weak. I was like crying is yeah. a weakness. I said I've never been a crier. Yeah. Like my whole family, it's been times where everybody in my like my mom, dad, sisters sit they cry, and I'm the only one sitting there like, <laughs> I've never been a crier. Like yeah. my, even my siblings were like Kayla doesn't cry. Like she i have never been a crier. Mm-hmm. But now, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm letting them loose. Every little what? thing, I'm I gotta crying. release yes. this. Okay. So the funeral rolls around, and of course, I watch it on title. Damn. um title gave me no problems title of course, I it love, started late i but, love which isn't necessarily titles fault yeah it's leave, nobody's fault first of all okay leave bet alone yeah. leave title alone when something of an event has started late and their only job is to stream the events how do you think that's their fault yeah that make it make sense yeah. think for a second before you get on your keyboard trying to be cute and trying to have an issue and trying to be that one to get the retweets yeah stop Anything being negative like, stop being negative yeah Oh my God! Why so, are not you be? Why are not you at the Staples Center be like uh uh-uh, uh late event Staples? Right. Sa- why don't you at you know what I mean yeah. like security? Like why why did you at why did you feel like you needed yeah. to talk about the only black as- associated mm-hmm. brand or company mm-hmm. to be like they're the blame? So Nipsey also sold out well not sold out but he packed out the Staples Center, which is something to be said. The only Absolutely. other funeral was Michael Jackson. At the I don't I don't think the only other funeral the only other maybe black entertainer yeah was Michael Jackson. Um now. I think that Nipsey Hussle's family, friends, loved ones, they're super-duper gracious for televising that. Yes. And I'm forever grateful because it was beautiful. It was very sad, but there were a lot of takeaways, a lot of things that I learned. Right. Um. But, okay, so when it started, of huh. course it started with uh, 1500 or nothing, a band, they were playing his music, and I was like, okay, this is sad. I saw the casket, and I saw the Eritrean flag on top of it, and I was beautiful. like, okay. This the flowers beautiful. Everything was beautiful. It was very beautiful. Everything looked everything perfect. Looked perfect. I was, but it was like, damn. At that right. moment, I was like, damn. This we're is here for a funeral, guys. Real. Like this yeah. is real. This man is really not here. So Marsha just went up and sang a song. And that's when I cried. I said, okay. I yep. see how this is going to be. Yep. Soon as I saw that she was singing "Fly Like a Bird," I said, yeah. okay. I can never hear that song the same. Like so, the tears came. You know, I got a little teary eyed, a little misty eyed. Did not sob until that Frank Sinatra fucking slideshow. Yeah, and I saw like him growing up, him growing up, all those. And I was like, this, and that is when I was like, this is unfair. Like, this is not fair. Like, why, why is this? This it shouldn't be this. I love seeing the video, like, the home videos, him and his brother break dancing. Yeah, what? Again, hilarious. I was hilarious! I fixed myself up after that. Then the home videos came, yeah. and I cried. I cried hard during those home videos because of I, his dad's voice in the background yes. and his dad kept telling them like, I love you. I love you. Who's the best? Who's the best son ever? Mm-hmm. And then like, it, I was just like, damn, this man really came from love. Like okay, not. And I think people like confused, like they didn't have much clearly. Yeah. But he had a loving family. He had right. a brother. He loved his mom, loved him. His dad loved him. And right. That was clear. Right. And I was, I was just like, damn, like they all, he Nipsey also was the man that he was heart like mostly because of this is the foundation he came from and i'm like damn like fill your kids up with love right i was overwhelmed so pull myself back together after that what came next that's when they started doing the um after that i think his mother was the first to speak no i I think think. they did some more songs anthony hamilton no that was until later Janae aiko that was until later. They did it in between um the um his yeah. family and friends that came up, so, they did performances. So we can talk about his mom. So before, a Scorpio Queen, let may me tell you I something. I need to stand really quick because his mother, Angelique Smith, before the, the funeral, queen. before the funeral, she posted a video saying like, "Look, I have peace. I'm okay. Like yeah. don't be sad. I don't mourn that. death." She was I wasn't trying to, I was like I can't even listen I to this. I saw it and it gave me it gave me peace cuz I was literally like my mind was boggled like how the fuck like what is going on? Like, how did this happen? And so she was basically saying like, look, I have peace. She was saying that Ermius, his, his name's Ermius. She was like saying that, um, <clears throat> he now knows the mystery of life. He was a very inquisitive, like now he knows the beginning and the end. So right. don't be sad. That was that. Then she got up on that podium in that white outfit. And she got up there. Beautiful. Just beautiful. So the part that fucked me up was when she, she called it. She was like, she called the dad up there she was like come up here join me and he she was like read this and so he read like a bunch of she read some names and he read some names right basically they were they were calling calling on the ancestors ancestors. she was like and for that i pour libations i said sis listen you better give us african spiritual science on the on national television you better give it to us i literally was like i felt time stood still in that moment i was like wow that is a level of just like intuitiveness of spirituality yeah. that we should really all like strive, strive to Let me tell you to something. achieve because when something. she said i knew and it's weird because it's weird to talk about because like i always know i'm very intuitive but mm-hmm. like when she said i felt death coming i was like i feel it too soft. it's crazy yeah. because like i can't be around it like yeah it's, sometimes it's overwhelming i've passed out mm-hmm. like in times where there's been someone who's passed you know in mm-hmm. our culture we all gather yeah and there's like you know singing and praising there's a lot of crying and mm-hmm. the, if you've been to a cape verdian funeral you know it's a different kind of experience it's very yeah. intense yeah oh yeah and so it's like I can't be around it because sometimes the energy is so strong that I'll faint like, yeah. so I'm. it's it's crazy when she's like talked about it and she was like that as she was ascending and as and she can mm-hmm. connect all of these points in days later yeah. you know sometimes it takes my years months for yeah. you to reflect back and be like oh that was a sign or yeah. oh that was this but in the moment she was like I had peace when they told me I was at peace because I already knew she already knew and the thing is she was saying that her she was saying even Nipsey she was like I could tell that he knew that something was going to happen too yeah. she said that the whole family Family, you know the her the the grandmother and Nip, they all kind of made peace with his death before it even happened, right. but they were saying they didn't think it would be him. And they not like it would that be the grandmother. Oh my yeah, goodness. they thought it would be the grandmother because she was saying like I lived a long life, like I'm ready, I'm ready right. to go. But when they found out that it was him, yeah, it kind of threw everybody off. But still, she was saying that I had peace. Now before she went up there, you know, I was. I, I, I would say like I've kind of been on I guess a spiritual journey or whatever trying to kind of figure out things and when she went up there and was saying like well there was a sign I was like you know it, it kind of affirmed me you know that that shit is real as fuck like absolutely in, like in you having like intuitions like signs all of that that, that's real like it just yeah just the feeling that you get the feeling that you get yeah and like you said yeah it may have taken them a few days to connect the dots but even that's fast to me still within days to be like or even within hours to be like "Mm, yep or even within like days or whatever it is it could have been like that is a fast turnaround time so yeah and the other thing that i really thought was um like a great message that she kind of wasn't really obvious with it but how she was talking about like the vegan diet Mm -hmm. and how she was saying like you know we need to like you know stop drinking alcohol Mm -hmm. and really like look into ourselves i feel like that was her um really speaking on how he passed Mm -hmm. like i feel like she wasn't even mad Mm -hmm. at how which i would i couldn't have gotten to that if my child was as as someone who's lost close people to me to gun violence Mm -hmm. it's the most unfair feeling yeah that's it's so so unfair it's it's like it's why because it's like it was they weren't sick they weren't old yeah they were still living they had more you took that decision upon yourself and you felt like you did this is what you need so it's one of the most like hardest things to come to accept because there's Mm -hmm. there's no reason right you know what i mean so for her to say you know We are a very traumatized people. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we're so you know mad and this person did this and so I need to go do that and it's like you know we have to really look at like what's causing all this Mm -hmm. anger and what's all this violence Mm -hmm. and what's all this and we need to take care of ourselves how we know how and all this. I was like this woman right here? In the car after the funeral they put the mic up to her somebody I don't know. Right and she kind of reiterated and expounded upon that. she was saying that like now she practices African spiritual science which again like I've been trying I've been researching even before Nipsey even died like Mm -hmm. I booked a divination with somebody so I can get in touch with my ancestors and stuff looking up ancestral altars all of that but she was saying that it's important that black people get back to the root it's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with christianity it's nothing wrong with any other organized religion but she said that's what connected yeah to what made has her whole life that's what made sense to her that's what's right. connected to her the most right and right and a lot of people feel the same way and i'm like damn sis like it, it's nothing wrong with just finding out and exploring it. and yeah. saying well, you know it you know it worked for me or you know what i didn't I really feeling it yeah up to you whatever works for whatever you. gives you peace and exactly. in that moment that is exactly what she needed and Thankfully, that is exactly what she had. Yeah. So so after that, um, the Sam next- went up there look black sam man let me tell you something that one i think still to this day sticks out the most because like the whole time he was up there talking i was just like man like i think i tweeted i was like siblings are really a gift yeah Sib- like because no one knows you better than your siblings just because they didn't meet you like, like your spouse they might meet you at a certain age you mm-hmm. know they've seen how you gotten to be this person mm-hmm. your parents they see you from a different perspective because they always feel like you're their child mm-hmm. or they all might see you as like you know like a more they have to protect you or nurture you or something but your sibling sees you at like eye level so they see you as the person that you are and i feel like his um stories and gave the most well-rounded picture of him like i was sobbing the entire time he spoke i could not stop crying because i was like his sibling (laughs) his only sibling and sam's the big brother Imagine. Yeah, and the stories were so funny, but still mm. had a message. Yeah, and it was like the one he was talking about, like when he got jumped and he opened, he got knocked out. Yeah, and he opened his eyes and said, "He's he like, and he held it down." down. <laughs> and then he was saying, like, he tried to write, uh, he tried to rap. rap so he was like, "Okay, well, I ain't got it in me, but you do." <laughs> When he said they would talk, he had the computer parts all sprinkled yeah. around the room, he was like, oh, no, no, no. we cleaning yeah. this up. I don't know yeah. what you think you're doing, but not clean up time. Mm-hmm. And he was just like and to watch him put the whole thing together yeah. and to watch him like use that same computer to record mm-hmm. his first mixtape and see that progression and mm-hmm. see where that comes from and see why he's so passionate about STEM and why he so, like, advocates for children to get into math, science, technology. Mm-hmm. Not STEM cell research, guys. I understand the confusion, but you know what? <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're all learning. It's okay. You know, I
2: saw. Her. I said it's all right. It's all right. We Wait. all
1: we all fumble. We all trip. But it's okay. I see where the confusion uh, is for science, technology. I think engineering yes. and math, ma- What you know st- that that's stem not stem cell research. I saw it was like he was doing stem cell research. Emotions were high. It's all- okay we all fumble we all fumble sometimes We all slip over our words it's okay oh but wow yeah. yeah but yeah it just to me i think his um mm-hmm. his his story stuck out the most and yeah. it really touched me to yeah. see and then his delivery Oof. i feel like i don't know what it is but they they just have a certain like like a certain like and you know they, they don't make them like that. they don't make their they rare. don't exist they're rare they're very like strong assertive but still funny and still where cannot not never mind <laughs> They are, they, I I don't know. They, I have no words. I was so, through the tears, I was just like, you know what? I feel, I'm feeling feelings. Oh, my God. (laughs) But, yeah, it was, it was, it was really nice to hear from him. I'm glad that each, and it's, it's like weird to ask of a family member to like speak out and say something. I'm going to get to Lauren in a minute, but. It's weird to ask a family member to speak out like but it gives you so much peace when you hear from them. Like after hearing from his mom and then his dad and then his sister his like sister. his sister oh my god i loved hearing from his sister yeah too. she was like man you was my nigga man yeah, i, I like, love oh that like i love that they went up there and spoke to us like right. i felt like a lot of people were speaking to like you know the larger masses yeah. that had eyeballs but i felt like his brother said nigga you made the set proud i yeah. was like okay yeah now you speaking like how we yeah. know him to even nudie how- she was saying that like he was supportive she was like i think i want to be a wardrobe designer and nipsey was like all right let me send you my measurements i got yeah. some shit coming up i need you to fit me I think I want to be a singer. Oh, your shit dope. Send it to me. Yep. You know, we could we could work together. Like yeah. he was like so supportive in every like he was just stable. wanted everybody to win. Yes. Now, well, okay, the kids? Oh, the kids. I think the kids came on before his brother. Before right? I was yeah. crying when the kids came up. When the kids came up? No. At first I I didn't realize that that was son. That's Lil Wayne's son. son that's yeah. Lil Wayne. That's Lauren his Lil Wayne's son. Son. Yeah. So when I thought that was um his nephew for some reason yeah. I don't know why but um, when he said that he came to him in, in a, a dream, dream yeah. and said that he saw um like the ocean and it was so peaceful and tranquil and mm-hmm. he was like killer and he yeah. was like familiar first yeah. of all and he was like that he was like that he, the message he got from it it was like he was just showing him that he's in heaven and it's mm-hmm. beautiful and he's ha- he's okay mm-hmm. and I was like what mm-hmm. a message yeah what a memory through a child through- I was something. like, that's when I started crying. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I did, too. When they put the mic on cross, I started crying, too, because he's two. And the the the, the um the young, the younger nephew was crying. I was yes. like, me. that's how I was. Imani I was, was like, I'm I not was, doing this shit, bitch. Get me off this fucking stage. <laughs> she <laughs> was like, I can't. That's how I would have been. Like, yeah. I could not. Imani when, turned around. The fact that his his family, immediate family, his brother, his sister, his mother, his father, his partner, Lauren, like, mm-hmm. the fact that they even have the strength to get up there, I am going to, I would have been in shambles. Yeah. Who can talk? Yeah. talk? Talk? Talk. In front of people. Get out Leave of room. Leave me alone. Get out of my room. Close that's, my blinds. That's a different kind of strength, yeah. honestly. Yeah. But. Lauren went up there now. Um, and when she went up there, I was like, oh, I see what we're doing now. I was like, yeah. I'm just not going to stop crying. Yeah, no. As soon as I saw that white go up there, that ground, I started crying. Yeah. She didn't even reach the podium yet. I just yeah. crying. So what stuck out to me the most about everything Lauren London said just over the time, like even from her Instagram post to the text message that she sent him. Yes. And from her speech the one thing that was like resounding was she was saying I felt so protected with him and I'm like damn that is rare like you feel protect like he made sure to like when she was with him she had to worry about shit even right. when she wasn't with him she knew that she was good and like that is a feeling like and I felt like that's how. Um, when a few days later they saw the, the video of Imani in the car and she like mm-hmm. dancing to her dads. I was like, she just looked like she had a level Comfort. of protection yeah. around her yeah. to yeah. me. So I'm like, I'm sure that's how Lauren felt. Like she yeah. just probably always felt his his presence was always known, yeah. even if he wasn't even around. if he wasn't there. That was just I have always obsessed. Like I don't care. I'm one of those people that will put relationship goals. I don't give a fuck who don't like it. Yeah, why I, I said, I'm like i want like, to be head ass. Okay, don't give a it fuck. looks like he. Even, I've always posted them as one of my couples that I yeah. really really love to see together yeah. like i've just always loved them yeah. separately but when they come together it's just special to yeah. me so for me it was just like for her to show like the real like realistically she's like i hate when we're at odds like it's just we're better shows, than that because, yeah because we're better than that yeah it just shows like you know like it's not all gq photo shoots yeah. but you know what sometimes you have a deeper connection with someone and it's worth going through that that fight or worth working through because mm-hmm. we're better than that yeah let me tell you something Man so, Lauren When she for was Lord, saying that man. like he, he used to get up In the morning I don't give a fuck How head ass I sound bitch Y'all Y'all saying a whole bunch of shit On the internet Like Oh now y'all wanna burn sage Alright stem cell research Relax <laughs> It's stem cell research Talking shit So I know. they're like Oh um you know, Lauren was like, he, in the morning, he used to play music for the kids and burn sage to make sure everybody was straight for that. I don't give a fuck. I think that's beautiful. Right? I think that is a fucking goal. Hello? If you are worried about my children's energy and making sure they're vibrating at their highest before Let me they tell you leave something. this home, bitch. I'd be burning sage in my fucking house in tears, bitch. You know what I would give for a nigga to wake up and be like, I got it. To play the music that be like, let's play some Bob Marley. What is gonna play. Put you, Let's play Bob Marley this morning. What doesn't put... Anytime you hear them songs those beats you're gonna feel good it's just, There's just there's a certain music that mm-hmm. just has that energy to it and if you're like i know i'm gonna play this i'm gonna play beyonce's before i let go before my kids leave on the way to school just right. to make sure they're in the best most positive uplifted mood and consciously do this yeah because you're aware of my children's energy and, and how let, they let are presenting the themselves to the world and burning the sage so the demons can get the because fun. we know because we know I, I said, I don't care how head ass I sound. I don't from give a the, fuck who don't like it. From the dynamic that he had with his family yep. to the love that he and Lauren shared, I want to give and receive all of that shit, bitch. I don't give a fuck what y'all how say was about that how, how is that whack? How is that headass? Oh, because we're bandwagoners. Oh, y'all, no, keep boiling the so Now y'all want to know what Sage is? Even if nobody knew about burning Sage. Now.
0: What's, what's the, the problem with people knowing i now? think people just
1: like to have that level of like crabs sup- in the bucket yeah superiority like oh i knew this before you okay and and where well, so what what's the prize what's the, right what, what is the what, what are, you are you gonna gain? gain from this what do you gain from <laughs> what that? what are we doing it's like it's it's almost sad and, but i feel like it it revealed a lot mm-hmm. and then you know what all you can do is like focus on yourself and making sure that you're not putting that out mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to post them. I'm, I'm going to post whatever I like, whatever makes me feel happy. Yeah. Because the, best, the the whole point of this life that we're living is to put your best self forward. Yeah. So if that Social helps media me. Social got everybody fucked, fucked up. up. Like It really does. It's crazy. You can't post what you want because of what somebody Everybody's else is going to say. Or they're going to think you're dumb. Or they're going to they think gonna, you're <laughs> dumb. <laughs> you didn't know already. Or you didn't know yet. Huh? It's like you're whack, actually. I'll be that. I'll be head ass. All but day. I want some sage in the morning, my nigga. You better put out what you want. Right. You're gonna tell me to not. I'm oh. gonna declare what I want. I want to feel protected. I want all of that. I, I look. Goals. I will call it a goal for the rest of my days. I don't care. If my nigga finna slap somebody in the middle of the street, it, I look. For disrespecting him and his family and the people that he loves. What is wrong with that? What's the problem? What- <laughs>